Hey guys, I'm very proud of myself because I, me and Anna smashed the time zone difference situation. Every time I have, yes. <laughs> I'm so scared it's going to go wrong, but we smashed it. So I'm super excited. I'm super happy and proud of us. Yeah, me, so too, me too, me <laughs> too. You know, I'm... So Anna is an IFBB pro who recently got her pro card, but she's also from the Czech Republic. And she has, I really found her journey very interesting because of how she had to tweak and listen to feedback and really take that show to show. And I think that is something that I don't think I've really covered on the podcast and people haven't spoke about it in detail. So, and she ha- you have your own podcast as well. So you know what you're doing with this. So welcome, babe, to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. And I honestly, I I wish I could record my myself when you texted me and you offered me uh, to do interview like this because I it was morning and I was here like screaming. I was, oh my God, oh my God, sending it to my friend. I'm like, who's writing me? Look, who's writing me? Yeah, it's, it's honestly so amazing because I listened to your podcast for like half year and a half or two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I always, so, when someone says, They've listened for that long. I'm like, okay, so you know everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm the same. And someone recently told me they're following me like for six years. And I'm like, oh my God, six years. That's when I started social media, literally. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, and you are still here. <laughs> you know, when you imagine what uh, everything you said like yeah. six years ago, yeah. we are all different persons now. And if mm-hmm. we look back at our content six years ago and the people who loves you are still here it's amazing <laughs> I think six years ago I was still using the filters that Instagram gave you <gasps> did you also use the you know like the cat um, cat ears yeah. and the dog ears oh my god why we did that it. I still use it okay <laughs> just that's just close friends that's just close friends. oh I'm sorry <laughs> so, have you always lived in Czech Republic yeah always I was born in Prague Mm-hmm. And after that, I live always near to Prague, and so even now I'm living near to Prague. So yeah. I'm I'm not directly in the city, but I'm always around it because I I love I love Prague, I love our city, and um, you know the Czech Republic. I think it's really safe place in mm-hmm. terms of you know you can see everything what's going on in the world. I think in Czech we got uh, like we are all good in in all all of these but if i could pick one thing the winter it's awful (laughs) like what temperature is it now and now it's like six degrees six yeah (laughs) yeah not for me (laughs) yeah no not not for me either you know if 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 we can have like uh florida weather i would be happy you know all year you know how much how much you can save on clothes yeah like I can't even imagine to not have my old jackets and you know everything See, me and my <laughs> I husband, save so much money me and my husband are currently in this time of the year where we argue about and we fight about when to put the heating on it's that time of year again so it's like we're I keep saying, you're gonna you're gonna break you're gonna put the heating on it's like no no you will I'm si- I'm currently yeah. sitting here really cold but I'm like I will yeah not- me too I will not break. So I'm hoping I can get until November, but we'll see. We'll see. So how big is the how big is the bodybuilding industry or bodybuilding world where you are? Would you say it's quite big? Um, you know, uh, for example, with bikini, I am. Uh, I found out I am the third ever Czech IFBB pro bikini. That's crazy. so. So yeah. For now, for what I what I know now, um, and I think I watch industry really closely, and I uh, know a lot of people like in abroad, and I watch every competition, especially in the pro league. Of course, we we all love it. That's that's what we live for, and it really looks like I'm the third in all all of our uh, in our whole country. I'm the third ever. Wow. So that can give you some <laughs> imagine how big it is in the with the MPC and IBB. Mm. We've got here uh, IBB Elite, which is something I competed in 2016 till 2019 because that's only thing we got here. Yeah. 
And after that, I decided to switching to an NPC and I did my NPC debut this year. This year. So yeah. do, was it, so in the UK, you have to do a regional before you can do a pro qualifier. Is that the same yeah. for you or not? Uh, no, it's not here because we literally have no NPC show except Evels, which is pro qualifier. So we are one of the countries, when you look at the list of the countries who doesn't have to do the regional show, we can jump right into the pro qualifier, which was also a thing I did. And I was, oh my God, I was so scared. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, there's, there's no regional. And how could I jump into such a big show? And yeah, it turns out quite good. So I, think <laughs> so I never did regional. I think that is that's an interesting point for you to mention, though, because a lot some some people in the UK say, "Oh, it's you know it's easier for Irish people, it's easier for people like yourself." But actually, no, that's a massive, it's a very very big step up, and also from like a financial point of view, it's also a massive step up because it is going to be cheaper to do yeah. a, in comparison to a pro qualifier. So. Yeah, I can imagine like there's there's pros and cons to either side, but just because someone doesn't have to do a regional, like it still it still has its challenges, which I yeah. think you, you, and, you beautifully mentioned. Yeah, and you know the funny thing, uh, first my first NPC show ever was the Evels, uh, which is also the pro qualifier, and after that I uh, was getting feedback from one of the judges, and I was asking her like, you know, next week I'm going to Austria. Um, I already paid regional here and pro qualifier and she's like no don't go to the regional I'm like okay so <laughs> I I just want to do two shows so okay yeah. you can you can you can still do a regional in a different obviously now you can't but when you before you got your pro card was is that possible for you to do that you could do a regional yeah, yeah. oh I didn't know that that's cool you don't have it like this I didn't realize so I for example, if you don't have to do a regional, I was thinking the question of like, can you still enter? Could if you haven't turned pro, could you mm -hmm. enter a regional in the UK, for example? Would you still yeah. be able to do that? Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. You can. You can do pro qualifier and regional like the same same season, at least from what I what I know. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so which shows did you do this year then? Because I know you did the same show as a very good friend of mine, Phoebe Goodwin. You did Austria. Um, yes. <laughs> so which talk to us about which shows you did this year, pro qualifier. Mm -hmm. So I did, uh, my first ever NPC show was Evels, uh, which is here in Prague. It's literally yeah. like 30 minutes from my home. It was so easy to do. It, it's like you don't have to leave. Uh, you just... Everything is, you got everything in your house and you just leave to the venue and then come back home. And it, there's like no traveling and it was super easy. And even mentally, it's uh, it was really nice. And that was my first show. That was a pro qualifier. I got first in my class and then I was splitting center with the pro card winner, mm -hmm. which was like I had no idea. I was I was thinking in my head. You of of course you want to win. We all want to win. Let's be honest. But uh, after three years break from competing, I I tried to be more grounded. And I was like, oh my god, if I would be in the top three, what an accomplishment! Mm. And then this happened. A uh, week after that, we got to the Austria. Uh, there was regional show at Saturday and at Sunday there was pro qualifier and judge told me don't go to regional, go to the pro qualifier. So uh, even with my coach, we decided to go only for the pro qualifier. And there I got my uh, first place in my class again. And I share the center with the, <laughs> with the pro card winner again. Mm -hmm. And two weeks after that, we got uh, to the Poland to the pro qualifier and that was when I win the overall and I won my pro card. So talk to us about the feedback. Well, firstly, I don't know about you. I find it very scary to go and ask for feedback. I think there's like this, un, this it's very unclear sometimes as to like, what do you do? Like, do you wait until after the show? Like, you know, maybe a week later, then you send an email. Like, do you sit and wait? 
for like them to finish up like like this sounds like a really stupid question right but this is something that I get very like nervous about so like talk to me like what is the process how do you go for your feedback and is there loads of people waiting you know I'm I'm so glad you talk about feedback and you put uh, that in important uh, you put out that it's so important because I think it's extremely important and I'm one of the people who always <laughs> sit at the show and wait till it's all over which for example um Evels ended like 10 11 p.m mm. so we waited there for the feedback and every time I got uh, my feedback in person because I first of all I wanted the Im- first impression fresh from judges and also when you are judged by someone like Becky Clarkson for example you really want to see her you really want to you you really want to wait there and see her and uh, she can tell you the feedback straight away Uh, so I always waited and at this point I saw my uh, saw the judges more than my family when (laughs) yeah literally it's it's like it's uh, sad to say but for this period of time, uh, we were meeting with the same judges over and over. Uh, because here in Europe, there is always most of the shows. There come one head judge from USA, for example, and others are from Europe. So it was really nice to have some USA judges uh, and hearing feedback from them. And... Uh, what was the, what was the question no, it's fine. so like like do, do, you, do you just like which person do you decide to go to that's the question I always think I'm like who do I try and like ah you know uh for example for Austria I definitely want to hear the feedback from from Becky from Becky Clarkson. Uh she was also the head judge there so if I can get to the head judge I will always get it from from the head judge because that's uh, it's usually the the main thing, but uh, at one show it didn't it didn't happen. I couldn't get get there because he left, and after that I couldn't find him. So I but I always get feedback from from multiple judges each show, and one time it happened that we meet at the at the bathroom. So I didn't even have to I didn't have, even have to wait till the show is over. And uh, she caught me and she's like, oh, my God, congratulations. And fix this, 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 this and do it like this, this, this. So we talk at the bathroom. It's, it was really funny. Yeah. You see, I, I always think like I, I always know I always worry thinking, oh, my God, are they going to think I'm being rude? Like, will they remember me? Like, do you say your number usually when you ask them or do they kind of remember you? I I think uh, when it's fresh like this, uh, when you go straight after a show, they most of the time remember you and none of these shows I have to say my number or show suits or pictures because I came and they they was like, ah, number and the purple suits and I'm like, oh my God, okay, <laughs> so you remember. Really? Yeah, so it was really nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't, I've never like, done the pro qualifier scene yet but i've always thought hmm, how do you go for feedback but like, i don't know how it works like, i know how it works for, like the smaller shows like mm-hmm. shows in the uk for example like some play some federations will give feedback to everyone via email like super super fast mm-hmm. place some places you have to like put a request in and then sometimes like when i've ah. done shows people some people stay to the end and it's funny because for me personally being a judge what I find hard is when they come they they come to see me but they have all their clothes on like all their clothes on they've taken their makeup off their hair is up I'm like you don't look like the same person I'm like looking at them like hang on like last week I said to them I was like what, have you got your bikini on still? And she was like, yeah. I was like, can you show me what bikini you had? It will pop my memory. And she did it. I was yeah. like, okay. So yeah, that's a like word of advice for people. Don't completely like change the person. You, like don't change. Yeah. <laughs> it will turn up the same because it it really threw me off. So like, yeah, like you judged me. I'm like, what? Like, because they honestly, they had all their makeup off, their hair is up, yeah. clothes on. Absolutely. Yeah, they, when they showed me the bikini, I was like, oh, okay, we're good now. But yeah, this one, I felt awful. And it's it's so funny you said that with uh, with the makeup, 
one time it happened to me uh there was show like in in czech republic in elite and i got uh, one of my posing client there and i came to the backstage and i couldn't find her i was like where are you where are you and i'm like calling her and she was sitting there she got her full makeup on after you know months we see each other without makeup and that makeup artist was so good yeah of course she was amazing but she absolutely it was like drag queen transformation (laughs) it was like absolutely different person and i'm like oh my god you guys nailed it but (laughs) i couldn't find her yeah my husband like he he always he gets a bit freaked out like he he, when i put makeup on for shows mine too like he, he just doesn't know what to say and he's a bit like confused yeah. like I don't understand why he's confused bless his heart but I think because he's just used to see me with no makeup on he's like yeah exactly one time one time my boyfriend saw how I'm uh, stuffing my my bro you know like my suit and he stand there stood there and he looked at me and he's like it's also fake like in a good way but <laughs> but he was laughing and he was like oh my god how how heavy are these suits and I'm like you know maybe half kg could be that's a good point yeah yeah. I've never weighed my suit before but I feel like I need to weigh my suit (laughs) yeah me too because it's interesting you know it's especially the top it's really heavy like when you stuff it out yeah yeah of course it's so with the feedback then, you said that you changed tiny things show to show. So if you could talk talk to me about the feedback that you had, but also the feedback that you did in relation to your look. So like mm-hmm. jewelry, hair, that sort of area. But then the feedback you did in relation to your physique, because mm-hmm. you didn't have much time in between your shows. No. Um, so, you know, you, you kind of, you had like a small amount of time, you still made the improvements, but it'd be really interesting to hear what feedback you made in that small space of time, which then ultimately, you know, mm-hmm. off in the end. Yeah. You know, in terms of uh, jewelry and suits, uh, they always told me that it's perfect and I shouldn't, uh, shouldn't change it. Even the makeup or, uh, you know, all the visage thing, they told me that, that it's perfect, which it's awesome because I always did my uh, my makeup uh, in all of these shows and hair and everything. Hate you. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just going to say, I hate people that can do their ha- own hair makeup. I'm like, uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was a ma- uh, makeup artist at Mac one time. So so it's like easier transition to are this. It's still extreme. Okay. Like, are you telling me I need to change my career? Is that basically what you're telling? No, no. <laughs> you can you can always find that artist that uh, will do a great job. But you know, uh, I used to have artists, you know, like makeup artists who did my makeup, especially when I was beginning, because of course you don't know what 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 you are doing with this umpa loompa makeup, and <laughs> and I always find out that I fix. I had to fix especially the eyes because they i think they do like same shape of everything on everyone mm. and it doesn't doesn't look good on everyone mm. so i i was always like touching touching things up and everything like that but then i uh, i get my like how could i say it uh from one professional makeup artist who who's here in prague and she's uh, doing girls makeup I got lesson from her and she, yeah, and she uh, taught me how to do the, especially the face, you know, the eyes wasn't as trouble, but, but the face, it, it really makes a difference, especially with the tenon. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, the tweaks we made, it was more like um, back pose uh, stand, how wide your feet should be, how more, um, how to, how much you point your toes out, and all the little details like that. How because for the, you, how much do you change that, depending on like how many weeks out you are, and how often do you did you uh, in between shows? I'm always interested to hear that. Yeah, I think I think it depends on how quickly your physique is changing, and also how it's how it's looking, because sometimes for the first time this season for the first time ever since I competed 
from 2016, I got feedback to be careful about my quotes in the back post. And I don't have a big, a big quotes. Definitely no. But when I turned the toes out a little bit more to make my looks, uh, my goods look a certain way, the quotes, of course, comes out. So I have to be careful with my training. That's something you can you can fix in a, like two weeks. In a week, I, I don't think you can change so much. But I think when uh, I got the gap between Austria and Poland, there was like two week gap. We can make the most improvements. But uh, from the Evels to Austria, there was like a week or not even week. You got like five, six days, you know, what, what we can change in, the, in those times. So that was like with the posing. I also uh, twisted my uh, free free arm a little bit more, and yeah, that was that was only thing that I changed with my presentation. Otherwise, they told me always that my posing is really good, my visage is really good. I shouldn't change it, and with with the food or stuff like that, we don't change much. They twice they told me to come leaner in the glutes and i don't know of course <laughs> and i know if you, if you ever uh, experienced it but for the first time ever in my life i saw striations and you know like wh when you are posing and suddenly you turn some angle mm -hmm. and you saw your see yourself in the mirror and you are there like oh my god what is this and how is this happening and you are exploring your own body instead of posing yeah so i for the first time ever i got into into this phase that i was amazed about my about my own body and you know the tie-ins and everything i i can see every hamstring line it's, yeah it was it was totally crazy and still you go to the show and you still got feedback yeah get leader in the glutes and like oh my god how much leaner these glutes can get but you know it's yeah it's a sport and it's uh it's a good thing you can always you can always improve mm. unfortunately uh my upper body in this case paid the price because to be leaner in the glutes my upper body comes down first yeah so when i get to the point when i was leaner and they were they were like judges were almost satisfied with the with the glutes my arms shrink like one and a half or two centimeters like literally in the in the two weeks which is a lot to mm -hmm. yeah to see and i'm i'm someone who is not fucking around with training i'm not i'm not lifting like one kg i'm i'm really pushing especially with the upper body and and the arms but still if you are in the deficit and you are leaner and leaner and uh, and you don't have anything you know like in terms of some supplements that would build help you build even in the deficit it's it's hard to maintain it i have the same thing with my arms you know i get really yes. conscious it's so funny you mentioned arms because when i was in my last prep i said to joe right we need glutes and hamstrings and more arms and arms and said, <laughs> what like repeat that jazz yeah more glutes hamstrings and arms he's like why are you yeah. saying arms like, i it's so so funny you mentioned arms so I, I had that similar thing last year i was like oh my arms just feel really like Ugh. i can't explain it but i was like Ugh. i yeah exactly and i think you can you can fix it uh by having more more shoulders because overall it will make your shape looks more uh, it will add more to your x-frame and also with the arms, I know we have to be careful because you don't want, I, I got really good my muscle connection with my triceps and biceps. So I hope that this, uh, this thing, yeah, exactly. These things uh, will go smoothly, but you always have to be careful to not overpower your shoulders because it will make the shoulders look even smaller. Mm. quick question about your makeup because you do your own makeup do you do your makeup after your top coat or before your top coat um i did yeah it depended uh, what we did with the tan when we did our own tan i did it after no it was like no it was before before the top coat and i always had uh you know like 
bronzer or something like that that I could fix. Mm-hmm. And I remember the last show in Poland, uh, I've got the spray tan from Proten, which turns out best ever. It was like the best tan ever uh, I ever, ever had. And they really nailed it. By the way, when you are talking about the pale people, because yeah. I know <laughs> I know you are similar as me, they put three coats of super dark on oh, me. No yeah, to look at least similar like others That's it's crazy. crazy yeah i'm i'm really like a wall so <laughs> so yeah that was that was funny and in in that time i uh, i got my spray tan when i get to the venue but i do my makeup before i get to the venue so there is like really funny check-ins i had to send my coach absolutely pale body and oompa loompa face it, <laughs> i'm still laughing at it it looks so hilarious because yeah, you're, re- I think you are probably paler, more pale than me. Mm-hmm. Wow, definitely, definitely. Good old pro tan. Yeah. Good old pro tan. It is good. Though. Yeah, I, I I do find it interesting how different um different countries do pro tan in different ways. Like you would never, mm-hmm. I don't think you would ever really hear in the UK them using a three times darker three times on someone like yeah a bodybuilder but like yeah I find that so interesting I find that so interesting yeah so competing in different countries is there anything that you have learned this year that you think people should be aware of um I'll take it from the last show I think the Poland uh is so underrated they they got organization and venue and stage and everything they are they are treating you like you are a pro without you being pro it's yeah it's absolutely amazing I was at their show last year when I uh, was there with my friend I was helping her I wasn't even in prep and this year I come back there as a competitor and my friend which I was there last year she helped me uh we like switched sides and next next week is her turn and i'm going there to help her again so we really love poland shows they are they are great in everything and it it was always amazing experience um austria they got big nice backstage uh the organization was really good it was it was really really fast. Uh, the show started at like eleven a.m. and we got last category going on. So I was thinking, okay, so we'll go on like five p.m. or four p.m. and we got out in like one p.m. It was really really fast. Never it was really fast. Anything. Yeah, I never experienced that, which you know is great. But when you in your in your mind, when you think like, okay, 5 p.m., 4 p.m., yeah. and suddenly you have to uh, text your coach like, okay, it's going a little faster than we expected, and you cannot uh, eat uh, food as you as you planned. Yeah, it it was a little. It, there's some some prices paid for mm. for this, you know, mm. when when it's like four hours difference, and. Uh, for example, Evels got amazing stage. Like you come out and there was like fog floating around and colorful fog. And it, it's, it was like crazy. Plus the home crowd, you know, it's, it's so different and it hits so different and it adds to your own presentation so much when so many people is screaming for you. Mm. I got goosebumps just just thinking about it. And I think that this was something I will never experience again. Maybe <laughs> at my maybe at my pro debut. Yeah. If it if it would be here in Prague again, which I would I would love to for yeah. the next year. And I think I could beat this goosebump feelings <laughs> because it will be it will be probably similar. But you know, when you are uh, three years off competing and then you come back at the home stage with a home crown and you know some people are following me I don't think I get a big audience but you know there 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 are some numbers and sometimes I'm surprised how many people know me Mm -hmm. and it's yeah it was it was such such an amazing experience you've mentioned there about like your pro 
debut is your plan to ta- like when's your do you have an idea basically or when uh, i i have an idea but if the time wouldn't be right for any reason um i also would have to pull back so i'm i would really love to do evos rack pro next year 2023 but if as i said for any reason it wouldn't be the best for us uh, i would have to pull off and wait a little bit more mm. so i don't want to put you know like when you put pressure in this in the some show or pressure for yourself on yourself it's like you cannot enjoy the journey as much yeah. yeah so i'm trying to pull back from from it like that but i would love to it would be amazing I, I agree with that. Like, I don't think I would ever now. I don't think I would ever have like a show date. I'd, I'd have like an idea, but I'm the same as you. Like, I think sometimes yeah. you put too much pressure on yourself, especially I can imagine as a pro. Like, yeah, I think it's nice just to like go with the flow and then just trust the timing and all that stuff. Yeah, That's exactly. I think it's important. it's important to know what you want and what's your end goal. And how much work you have to put into, you know, be competitive with these people because it's people like we are talking like all the big stars we look up to, and suddenly you are one of them and mm. you have to be next to them, and it's still crazy. And I, it still didn't hit me. Uh, my friends laugh at me that I didn't still. Um, it's like you didn't know what happened, even after month. <laughs> it's like still still crazy to me and one of my bodybuilder friends he told me um i shouldn't worry about it because it will hit me when i hit the pro stage so f- until that that time i <laughs> i won't be sure that it happens yeah so improvement season at the moment then we, yeah. we spoke about this before we started recording but what type of person do you think you are in improvement season ah you know, <laughs> I know most girls, they, are, um, they got big appetite after prep. Uh, they are afraid of gaining weight and all the things. And I think I got through some of this I'm afraid of weight uh, phase in uh, puberty when I didn't even uh, lift or I didn't even compete. And for now, it's it's funny how you, how you ask what type of person, because we all know there are certain types of person in, in the improvement season. So I'm one of the person that I don't have uh, much appetite, which is, of course, also because I have amazing prep. I, uh, I got amazing coach with uh, who got me to really good numbers and we worked together like one and a half year before we started our prep. So he really got to know me. And I'm one of the person who is more afraid in the prep that I'm losing muscles. So that's something that's mentally pushing me in the training because in my head, I'm always like, okay, if I drop the weight, I will lose the muscle, which is of course it's not true as as it is but mentally it helps me to keep the weight on the bar and really keep pushing the weight uh, even in prep especially in prep and most of my prs are in prep it's yeah yeah and mentally i think i i switched to some maniac in <laughs> in prep <laughs> i was i was told recently that i train like maniac and i'm like okay i i'll take it as a compliment <laughs> It's all good. I think it is to do with the mind, though, like, and a completely different topic. Like, I watched um, a YouTube video with my husband yesterday about a terminally ill man with cancer, like prostate cancer, um, who basically has run loads of marathons, like crazy wow. marathons, like massive ones. And his doctor keeps saying, kept saying to him, you only will live for two years and you won't, like, that don't there's no point trying to run a marathon because you won't be able to because obviously he was going through chemotherapy and like all that bad stuff whereas since wow. he diagnosed with prostate cancer he has like raised loads of money for charity he's done all the biggest marathons in the world you can think of he's done them and he's only done them since he's been diagnosed with prostate cancer and since he started his chemotherapy so it does just show like that mindset thing yeah very important. you know mindset 
to me, mindset is everything. It's absolutely everything. It can make you or it can break you. So it's, I think it's only up to you how much uh, you put in your head, how much uh, you share with people, because that's something I also did different this prep. I didn't share much. Uh, it was more like secret prep. You know, like yes. people, you, yeah. You know yeah, how I, I know it. You yeah. know I support, I support the secret preps. All around the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's, what's nice on this? Uh, it's, I was documenting my whole prep whole time. But I'm releasing it now. When I'm calm, I achieved my goal in a air quotes. <laughs> and uh, and it's yeah, it, it's such a so it's such a different when when you are not sharing it right at the moment. And I know people who follow me and who like my content will watch it anyway. So it doesn't matter if I release it now or three months later and I can have you know like calm prep with no pressure, only my own pressure, because that is that is enough. <laughs> That's a very interesting um, way of doing it. I've not heard, sorry, I'm like, I, I love that because it's, I've never thought of doing it secret. Sorry if you can hear my dogs. I've never mm-hmm. thought of doing it in a secret way, but then posting like later on when your head's yeah. in space like that. I find that really I quite like to do that actually. I, I see the benefit. Yeah. I see how it could be a really interesting thing to to look at as well. Yeah, because you you know the prep is such a personal thing for us because we love this sport, we live for this sport, and you still want to have some memories and you still want to document it, even if it if it should be for yourself. It doesn't matter. I would still want to have um, all these things recorded. And now when I'm editing it and I'm watching everything I said, it's like. Uh, um, there is uh, there are like moments I'm sitting in my car and I started crying and saying that I'm so happy and everything is going great and uh, that it doesn't matter how how it's gonna end if I win my pro card or not if I will be first or or last because this uh, this whole prep was such an amazing experience and I'm already so happy. Of course, as I said, we all want to win. <laughs> but in that time, I really said that. And now uh, now seeing what you said without knowing what will come, mm. it's it's absolutely awesome. A cool feeling. Yeah. I, do you do you feel do you feel pressure as a pro to document more of your prep next time or not? I'm so glad you asked this because yes, I feel I feel much more pressure and it's it's only in my head. I don't think uh, people put pressure on you, especially people who love to follow you. As I said, they will uh, they will watch it anyway. Mm. But in my head, I have to make this uh, really clear. And I even got my uh, therapist, which helped me in the prep, you know, to get my mind clear and to get my head in a good space. So this is something I will definitely talk uh, talk about with her to get my mind back to what it was before this MPC debut because it was like the best I could I could do and I definitely need to do it do it again to don't fall into trap you have to uh, share everything and people have to know everything about your prep first of all it's between you and your coach of course I never share numbers or anything like that and second of all, it will give you much calmer and uh, personal prep, which mm. for me, it, this is personal. Even the, if there wouldn't be any audience, I would do it. I would still do all the extremes and I would I would still go through this because I love it so much. Because you're a maniac. No, I'm joking. We're all yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's compliment. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I always think about this like secret prep thing yeah <laughs> do it people it's... like since last year they're like jazz i'm doing a secret prep I'm like, oh yeah 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 but like, i do the but the problem i have now and you might have this problem is that as soon as they see like you've started to lose weight they're like oh you're doing mm-hmm. prep again i'm like no like you know when you think shit i've like i've used all my cards like i've used uh-huh. cards, and now i can't use it again but i'm i'm still gonna have yeah. to try and find a way to keep on the down but i agree with you like for me i just i don't think 
maybe I could, maybe I am limiting myself, but I, I, I can't see myself doing a overly documented prep because I, I just know yeah. what I'm like. I know that the pressure, it, I would just feel too much pressure and yeah. it would just, it would not be, it would not be beneficial. Whereas I think some people, that pressure is a good thing. And I think that does come down to the type of person you are. Like, I know that like, if I put too much pressure on myself, it has a reverse effect. Like I don't work as well. Like I have to, it has to be a very fine line with me. I think, I think, I think pressure, you know, as, as we all said, prefer, pressure is a privilege, of course. And I think pressure is a really good thing, but um, uh, in prep, you know, your mind and your thinking is absolutely different. Yeah. You see yourself in, absolutely different way you don't see things you see after prep so in this case i think it could be a problem and as you said it depends uh, what type of person you are and with the improvement season i think it's all it's really important to for girls to understand the prep is extreme we shouldn't walk around with striation or on our shoulders and with six veins on on our bellies. You know, it's yeah. it's not normal. And with um, tie-ins, three hundred sixty-five days a year, it's it's not normal. So yeah. I understand that it's mentally challenging, but I keep um, telling myself, you know, like, hey, Anna, you need to remain your goals. Uh, look how far you come your first mpc season and uh you know we we still look better than most of most of the population it's even when we feel like it's our fluffy face or uh, we are not as good we are still so so much better than most of uh, of the population out there and you know if if your weight stays the same you will stay the same yeah. as a competitor also so it's, i think it's important especially for girls because i don't think men's are like that and i think i'm more like a man like oh my god what if i'm losing muscles and oh my god i'm shrinking and oh my god i'm small <laughs> uh, i got to the point like i i said to my friends like i know once i get to a certain weight in off season mm-hmm. i start to have a bit of a breakdown usually but mm-hmm. so far Jasmine's not had a breakdown. Yay to me. But like for me, like, so I, for reference, I'm five foot 11, nearly six foot without heels. So uh-huh. I, once I get to like 160 pounds, um, and for people that do kilos, let me just translate because I know people understand <laughs> it. So once I get to 72.5 kilos, mm-hmm. I tend to have this like meltdown of, oh my God. I can't, I can't put any more weight on. No, I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. But so far, like, I've I've said the same thing to myself, like what you've just said in the sense that if I'm not gaining, if I'm not, in, if not, not gaining weight, I'm not going to be improving. Like, exactly. you can't grow muscle out of no, out of nothing. So yeah. I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, especially as a, as a girl, you know, you want your horm- hormones, all everything uh, right back up. You know, it's, I think it's so uh, underestimated and girls don't realize how important it is. Um, so sometimes they didn't even check their hormones. They didn't even do their blood work and they go straight to another prep. And usually it's disaster after it. Yeah. And your body won't react the same. It won't, yeah. it won't react the same on the, on the prep, on the deficit, and it will be much, much harder so yeah you see that a lot you do see that a lot where someone jumps in again too quickly and their second time just hell like it's just actual hell for them yeah I did it one time and not anymore (laughs) yeah yeah because we love it you know uh, as I said I if I had to I would compete until the end of the year because I fucking love it and I so much enjoyed this process um even because, as I said, uh, this prep was really awesome and uh, my coach got me to this really smoothly. We got like 21 week prep until my first show. So we got enough time. I wasn't in a deficit for like a month or two because we can have some diet breaks. And yeah, I really enjoyed the process and I really enjoy every competition. So 
it's like when you love it you want to do it so much but it's um there comes time when you have to uh, or your coach have to step up and tell you okay now we stop now we focus on growing again yeah i think it's a good sign of a good coach though because i think it's easy yeah to just keep going yeah easy just to keep going so yeah because your coach is is it troy yeah troy troy Turton. cool so last question you should know what is coming and if i if you don't then you're in trouble no i'm joking so <laughs> thank you anna not just a bikini girl enlighten me uh, can you repeat it again what it's makes little... you not just a bikini girl uh you know i think um <laughs> i should think more about this question um <laughs> i think um to or at least how i how i see things uh, to me the winner isn't always like the winner at the show i think uh, the winner is is also rep- representing the sport like for example when you look at the olympia uh i cannot imagine to having some idol who wouldn't be uh fans favorite you know or who wouldn't be like the role model of the sport so i think that's maybe it sounds weird but i think that's uh, something that makes me uh, exceptional in this because uh i'm always trying to <laughs> people people sometimes tell tell me i'm i'm a disclaimer girl because i when i said something i always put like disclaimer there uh, it's like when i'm saying something about prep i'm always thinking about some 15 year girl who may be listening to this and thinking that she has to look like this or she has to go through extreme like this. And it's because I experienced it myself. Mm. So I'm always trying to, even I love this sport, I do this sport, I won't do it as much and as long as I can. I still think about other people, how it could affect them. Mm. And that's also why when I'm, for example, I got my YouTube channel, which by the way will have subtitles now so also english speaking people can <laughs> can watch it yes <laughs> and i got also my podcast and with all of these platforms when i'm talking about prep or some mindset shift i'm always trying to express it for as much people as i can uh, they can be uh, they can have it uh, for their jobs they can have it for their school for the degree or personal life it doesn't have to they doesn't didn't have they doesn't have to do the prep or the fitness so i'm always trying to um help as much people as i can in as much areas as i can so i think that makes me exceptional not just uh, a bikini girl <laughs> i think that is great though because i think there is a I guess that level of responsibility um yeah I think is a very mature like approach to take because I always think miss with my um husband has a sister who is I think 10 I think she's 10 so I always kind of like whenever she watches what I'm doing or if we show her like trophies or show her like things if I she's never really said anything but I've always kind of gone right if she makes any like weird comment or looks at herself I've always said to Joe I was like we need to be like really hot on that to make sure that you know she doesn't kind of because I I always think in my head for some reason if a child looks could they could they interpret what we do as she's lean she's 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 a lean so she's got the trophy and that means success and I always think ah is that Do you know what I mean? It's always like you always got to like be careful. So I think that's exactly. I think it's a very good point you mentioned, and I I love that you said that because I think it is important to if you have people who look up to you and they are younger. I think it is that edu- educational side and raising that awareness. So I'm so glad you yeah. are that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's it's important, especially as I said, for girls uh, and for younger girls. I got. Um, from my family, we've got like 15 year old girl. And now even I'm 10 years older than her, I can see things that's going through her head 
as you said, the leaner, the better, mm. and you know the tie gap and all the all the bullshit that started problems with me when I was uh, at her age. So I'm starting seeing these things, and I never wanna um, be like that for other people, especially on my on my platform, and um, even when my career as a bikini competitor will end which eventually when my you know when when your skin gets saggy and you don't uh, <laughs> you don't uh, you don't control these things mm-hmm. so that's uh, that's something that i think um, could stop you and that should be one of the signs okay now it's time to end my career i don't want people to remember me like okay that was just this girl with these glutes and yeah she she's got good butt and uh, flat stomach or she when won this 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 i also wanted to be uh remembered like you know how, how it's said like uh leave a trail mm. yeah i really stand by that i think it's really important to leave a trail and leave something for more here for people than just uh winning all these shows mm. i think that is a perfect way oh my god i was i was so afraid even when i started with my coach because he's uh, australian and i was afraid first of all if i if i will understand him and second of all if i can express mm. myself mm. so Sometimes I was uh, I was like scared to even send a voice message or I deleted multiple times. Aww. But after a longer time, uh, you know he's he's like a like a friend to me. It's uh, it's like he changed my life literally. So even when you build a trust with the uh, with the person, it flows more smoothly even with uh, with the language. Mm. So now I'm. I'm at the point where I can send him like six minutes audio recording and it would be just fine. So this podcast is a huge accomplishment for me because I don't think I ever speak this long in English. Honestly, your your English has been amazing. Like, so. Wow. Wow. So good. Thank so. you. Proud of yourself. But yeah, I, okay. I will leave um, all of Anna's details below. I always love it Thank you. when through the podcast we're able to connect people from like connect competitors to different competitors in different countries I always yeah so yeah for coming on babe you've been an absolute pleasure thank you thank you so much thank you for having me and thank you for everything what you are doing because you are doing it good and keep keep being real because you are really really real with all people and I much appreciate it because I think I'm I'm the same and I think it's the best way to do things and people see it. 100%. We'll see you guys in the next episode, but I'm going <laughs> to drink more of my coffee and keep talking to Anna after I <laughs> <laughs>